Welcome in to the Get Out of Porn Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. And in this week's episode, I want to speak to the unmarried people. If you're married, then you may still find some good information in here, but I specifically want to speak to the unmarried porn addict, the unmarried, I guess not porn addict, the unmarried person who is not into porn, the unmarried woman who is uh, maybe engaged to or in a relationship with the porn addict. And I want to speak to each of these because I feel like there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of bad information out there as to how they might go about this. And uh, there's a lot of kind of burying your head in the sand, I guess, for specifically women where they don't understand the the epidemic that pornography is these days, but they can also kind of have the, I'm going to, you know, see no, see no evil, hear no evil, um, speak no evil, whatever it is, right? They don't want to know. They don't want to know. And so I want to speak to each group, and I'm going to start with the unmarried porn addict. If you're unmarried, let's say you're 15, 16, maybe you're in your 20s, but you're unmarried and you're saying, I really want to get a handle on this. First things first, marriage will not fix it. I think that has to be said right off the top. Marriage will not fix this. The reason why is because you're, it's, it's not about sex. Oh, I'll have endless sex. That means I'll, I'll be fine. I won't have to worry about porn when I can just go to my wife and get endless sex. First off, your wife is not a sex doll. She's not, a, she's not some sex machine that can have it at all times. She's a real human being. That doesn't mean you're going to get it nightly. Um, no, she she has her own needs, and we want to make sure that we are taking care of those. But it's also really important to know this is not a sexual issue as much as it's an intimacy disorder. And intimacy and sex are often tied together. As I've talked about on the podcast, I don't like that. Intimacy is vulnerability plus authenticity, right? This is an issue of us not being able to be vulnerable and us not being able to be authentic due to usually due to past trauma or emotional things that have happened in our life. And so it's an emotional issue. So we get into a relationship, we think, well, of course a wife is going to solve it. Wrong. A wife doesn't solve that. And what ends up happening is you typically have this, this great run, maybe six months, maybe even a year sober, right around the time. A lot of times you end up sleeping with your girlfriend, you end up using her, you sexed, whatever it is, and, and you use her as the object of your fascination. And she becomes your porn. You think, man, I've, I've beaten this. I've, I'm over it. I have overcome my issues with pornography and so what Joe said is wrong, right? What you hear is that marriage won't solve it, but marriage is solving it for me. Once again, wrong. You're going to have six months, maybe a year, maybe you can make it last a little longer. At the same time, there will always be a crashing point if you really haven't dealt with your porn addiction. I shouldn't say always, but most of the time, nine out of 10 times, maybe even more, there's going to be a rough moment where your wife maybe rejects you for sex. You're going through a rough patch in your marriage and Maybe you're not connecting emotionally. Maybe you're pulling away. Maybe work has gotten real stressful. Maybe you're going back to being triggered the way you were before you got into the relationship when you were really looking at porn, and the triggers are really wreaking havoc on you and on your subconscious and on your conscious, and and so you start to act out again. You say, oh, man, I, I told myself I wasn't going to do this. Yeah, you did, but you also weren't prepared for everything that comes with it, for the onslaught, right? And so... Usually, if you are addicted to porn before, you think marriage will solve it, and it does for a time because it recreates the positive attachment that you need. It recreates the unconditional love, all of the excitement, all of the dopamine rush, all the things that you're currently getting from porn, you're getting from the relationship, only to have it crash. And when it crashes, it crashes hard. And then you go into, okay, do I tell her or do I hide it? Which is a really difficult decision. So let's say you hide it. 
Well, that's no good because your your conscience just eats at you. And if it doesn't eat at you, that's probably even worse. And then maybe you fall again. And now you have to tell her twice. And then maybe you keep that one secret and you fall a third time. And you keep relapsing and it gets worse and worse and worse. So you end up living the double life. Or you tell her and you threaten to wreck a brand new marriage. Or if you're not married, let's say the six months has taken place while you have been engaged to this person, right? During the engagement, I guess is what I was trying to say. If that's the case, you threaten to lose your fiance. So are you going to tell her the truth then? That's really, really difficult. So if you're hoping that it's going to fix it, it will for a time and then it won't. The moment that you start feeling triggered, the moment you start feeling rejected by your significant other. So what would I say to the porn addict then who's not married? I would say take the most serious approach to this that you possibly can. You want to have a killer instinct. You want this out of your life more than anything. And what I would say is tell her up front. I told my wife, I think I've spoken on this on the podcast before. I told my wife first thing. I don't think we had been in a relationship for probably more than four days before I came out and said, hey, I just need you to know this is part of my past. This is something that from time to time I still struggle with it. Here's where I'm at. And I will always tell you the truth. And to this day, I always have told her the truth. Uh, that wasn't a lie. I came out with all of it, and I allowed her to determine what the relationship was, you know, what it meant to her. Four days in, it was a lot to handle, but you say, man, wouldn't you want to wait till the end? Well, here's the problem with that. You get emotionally invested. It's that much harder to tell her. I told her up front, if she said, no, I'm good, then she's not the one for me. She's not the one for me. If she can't accept me at my worst, fully knowing that I'm trying my very best, if she can't accept then... Maybe we're not supposed to be together. And maybe this would be too much of an uphill battle um, for the rest of our marriage. If I wait six months in, our hearts are completely in it. And then I either, I come up with the guts to finally tell her. And then I threaten to wreck the last six months of my life. Or she feels like I've been lying to her the last six months. No, no, no. If you're going to get into a relationship and you're unmarried, say it right off the bat. Let her know where you're at. Doesn't necessarily mean you make her an accountability partner. I don't think that most young women are ready for uh, ready to become your accountability partner. You let her know, I already have an accountability structure, and you stick to that. It's vital for her to know you have accountability in place. So no, don't think marriage is going to fix it. Don't fall into the trap of, well, marriage has fixed it so far. You're, you're one thing away if you really have not handled the issues and the triggers that are that are causing you to go to that. You're one trigger away from being right back into it um, if you're not careful. I would tell her right up front, and I would have a killer instinct. I'm getting this out of my life, and here's all the things that I'm doing. And that's what I told my wife. I got accountability partners. I've got all this. got covenant eyes. I got these things in place. I've read this book. I'm working on this. I'm really trying my best. And I still turned my wife into porn. I still did the things that I wasn't supposed to, and, and we still slept together. And it wasn't good because I hadn't really dealt with the issue. This happens way easier than you think. So to those who are unmarried, make sure you try your very best to get it out of your life, especially before marriage, but be completely transparent, open, vulnerable, and authentic from day one. From day one, make this a part of you. You cannot hide these bad parts and expect that they're going to stay hidden forever. That never happens. She will find out about it, and it could threaten to wreck the relationship if you're not careful. So just be aware of that. So what would I say to the guy who's not into porn? I would say, make sure that you are on the same page, I guess, with your significant other. In this case, maybe with your girlfriend or with your fiance. 
just about what you think concerning sex, where you're at concerning sex. And if you're not into porn, good for you. Be aware this can very easily creep in if you're not guarding yourself and, and if you're starting to feel her emotionally pull away and, and you don't have any blocks on your computer, nothing like that, it can be very tempting and very easy to maybe run into something down the road. I've worked with guys that have gotten into it in their 20s. It's not super common, but I've worked with it. Be aware that it can creep up later if you're not safeguarding yourself against it. So what I would say, if you're not looking at porn, if you're not into porn, good for you, still safeguard yourself. Still put the covenant eyes, things like that on there, just in case as a precaution. There's no harm in doing that. No harm in being extra cautious as you do that. But again, continue to talk with your girlfriend, with your fiance, with your wife about sex and sexuality and where you stand on things. Make sure that she's not struggling with any of that. Make sure you are creating a an open space to have deep, intimate conversations with one another. Finally, what would I say to the female? Um, and, and I realize sometimes the female is the one with the porn problem. However, I'm going to speak to the female who is looking to marry a porn addict. What would I say to her? This is really difficult because each situation is different, and I don't want to give a blanket blanket statement, have that taken out of context, or have somebody jump into a relationship based off of maybe something I say. I doubt that'll happen, but if that was the case, I would feel horrible if it doesn't go well. But here's the advice that I would give. Don't just turn the guy down. Don't just turn him down. When you should turn him down is if you busted him and he him-hawed around it and said, oh, well, uh, yeah, you know, I haven't looked at it for long and this doesn't happen very often. And No, 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 cut that off. Like, stop the relationship. He's not being honest with you. That sounds really, really harsh, but you set yourself up for a pretty difficult life going forward with a man who is willing to lie to you and where you're going to have to uncover things. I've worked with people where they were cheated on ahead of marriage, but I thought we had worked through that and I thought he had changed. No, no. If you busted him and he didn't come forward with it, ding, 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 like big red flag. Pay attention to that. That's that's the alarm going off. Let's say he does come to you and he says, this is something I've really struggled with and I just wanted to be open with you about it. If you're a lady listening to this, realize that's one of the hardest things you could possibly do as a guy is to come forward and talk to your significant other about it. It cost me just about everything because I really didn't want to lose the relationship, but I knew that's what was right. She deserved to know, and I needed to come clean about it and to live authentically. So realize that if if your boyfriend, if your fiance or, or your husband is doing that, he's asking for the deeper relationship. That may devastate you. That may be like, whoa, I can't believe that he would struggle with that. At the same time, if he's coming forward with it, that's his reaching out for for depth of relationship, for intimacy, for closeness. Take that as the gift that it is. Doesn't mean you're going to be happy with it. Doesn't mean you're not going to be triggered. But just realize you weren't finding him. You weren't busting him on this. He came to you. And I think that is massive. I wouldn't necessarily offer to be his accountability partner, but I certainly would maybe write a list of boundaries uh, that, that you might have for the relationship that you think will help you be safe going forward. He needs to be in either groups or he needs to be in an accountability group or SA, you know, Sexaholics Anonymous or whatever it is, um, Sex Addicts Anonymous, SAA. He needs to either go to those groups or he needs to get himself therapy or he, you know, whatever it is, have your boundaries set so that you can say, hey, these are the things I need for you to feel safe. And make sure that you guys are consistently having conversations about it, not necessarily about his sobriety per se, 
but just to know where he's at, to know that he's working on it. And yeah, before you get married, you do need to know where he truly is on that. And I would have it as part of your stipulation to be able to talk to your account, to the accountability partners. And if he boxes that and goes, no, no, that's private. No, then that's no good. I want to know what your accountability partners are saying because he could easily lie to you. We're hoping he's not lying to them. And if you catch him off guard with, can I talk to your accountability partners? And he boxes at that idea. It means he's telling them the truth and he's probably not telling you something. Most of the time. I mean, I don't want to read too much into it. Most of the time, it's something like that. So just be aware of this. This is a conversation that needs to be had. If you're a woman who says, I can't believe he'd struggle with it, realize 75% of males age 18 to probably 35 are struggling with this. Um, This is very, very common. So don't think that, wow, I can't believe he'd struggle with it. Most are struggling with it. And if they aren't, uh, if, if they don't come forward and tell you that, they're probably lying. I hate to say it, but they're probably lying. This is a problem for most. Just be aware of that. Be willing to have the conversation. It doesn't mean that he's not a good guy. It doesn't mean he's not going to get over it. It doesn't mean any of that stuff. It just means be on guard. Have conversations about this and create a sense of openness within the relationship, within the marriage, where you can be open about anything and everything emotionally. You can talk to one another about struggles. You're really working on intimacy on the spiritual level with sins, on the emotional level with what's going on, on the intellectual level as friends, on the physical level in sex, you can work on all of those levels. But porn, if it's not out in the open, if it's not uh, regularly discussed, somebody struggle with it, and the, the recovery work they're doing, that can easily slip into the marriage and be just a thorn in the side. It can be something that lasts for way longer than it should because we're not coming out with it. Make sure you are living openly and honestly and authentically and vulnerably to the best of your ability, and that goes for both men and women. I hope this has been a help, and again, to those that are listening that say, well, that's not me, continue to pursue intimacy in your marriage. Continue to pursue vulnerability and authenticity in your relationships with everybody. That's how we get out of this addiction, is we have to live that way with everybody, being willing to talk about the addiction, being willing to talk about our struggles going forward, not just trying to hide them from everybody. Once again, hope this has been a help, and I will talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening.